We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's talk about this combine thing because people want to know, right? What's the difference between Notre Dame and, say, Georgia? All right. I see people talking in the chat. And this is, you know, this is interesting because we think Ant underscore BR for always tapping in with us. And he says, Will Anderson ran a 469. I'll take Fosky's 458 all day. You could take, you could take that 40. I'll take the player though. You can, have, you can have Fosse's four five eight. Give me Will Anderson on the field. Yeah. Give me Will Anderson with, on the field for sure. If you're forcing me to make a choice as a player, give me Will Anderson on the field. With all due respect. Yeah, with all due love and appreciate. It has Isaiah nothing to Fosky. do with us not loving Fosky. Nothing. It's just at all. Like, and did you see all them awards and accolades the man had? I mean, what what do you say to that? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's, man, it's, it's, it's just crazy, man. You know, you start to see, and people don't think it makes a difference, but that extra tenth of a second or that extra two tenths of a second can mean a lot of things on a football field. It could be the difference between a tackle and a broken tackle. It can mean the difference between a sack and the ball getting out right before you get there. Yo, it is... Man, you need those type of dudes, man. You know, you need those Keon Keelys. You need those Peyton Bowens. As much as I think he's a person of low character at this point in his life, and I hope he grows up. Oh, Peyton Bowen. Very questionable, very questionable character. Can can an 18-year-old, 17-year-old have low character, really? Are you kidding me? This early in the game? Are you kidding me? Dude, wait a minute. I Look, I'm the person that I am very objective, bro. You know I work with teams. I've worked with teams my entire life. All I do is have empathy towards teams. Come on, bro. You go to high school with some dudes that have some low care. Okay, but objectively, though, you got to – Objectively looking at – Got to consider. Okay, what am I considering? Different factors. At a 17 or 18 decision making, though, a liar is a liar, correct? <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct. A liar, a liar is a liar, correct? Uh, okay, did okay, is Jalen Carter a liar? Yes, he, he <laughs> lied. Yes, okay, yes, he so, is. okay, we gotta put okay, put his shoes on. You the yes, number one pick in the draft, you gonna tell them cops you was racing, you number one pick. Dude, I'm a, star, I'm a star at the University of Georgia. You're the number one pick. The first thing I would have done is call Kirby. That's the first thing I would have done. <laughs> like, yo, coach, man, this is what happened. Such and so just wrecked. Man, what should I do? Like, He's man, not, at, and, at 18, you're thinking that. At 18, you're thinking that. Dude, stop. What football players aren't taught if something happens on campus, Wait a minute. let us know. Wait a minute, though. You it's two thirty in the morning. Come on, you the number what? one. Pick. You okay. were doing wrong. Okay. Some tragic stuff happens. Yeah. Because remember, he left. He said, "I'm going." He came back an hour later. That's not. That's not low character. Bouncing. 
That's hit and run. So yeah. if somebody hit you and then took off, that wouldn't be low character. It wasn't a hit and run. It was no, racing. no, no. I just used the example. Hit and run different. Now that's low so, character if you hit him. So and, your yeah. friend just died. In from a race you all track. driving and racing. Yeah, you took off. You don't stick around to see if they're okay. You don't stick around to tell the policeman this is what happened. I'm so sorry. None of that. Like you're not scared. You're none of that. You're not scared at 18. You're not scared at 18. You're just gonna Once sit again. there like the responsible and, go and be Once like, again, yeah. I... If Will Fuller <laughs> was in an accident that you saw, would you pull off? Would you pull off? That's your boy that just crashed. Would you pull off? No, I wouldn't pull off. But that we're not talking about me. We talking you have about high character because you have talk, high character. No, we're talking yes. about a kid that's 17, and, 18. No, that's going to be the number one pick in the that. draft. He is 21, fam. He is 21. <laughs> he is 21 years old. When did man. it happen, though? When did it happen? Months when, ago. He's 21. It was, it was last year. My bad. Okay. He's still a kid. He's not a kid. Okay. So. No, look, I have a 20 year old. I still, we, man, the missus, we treat her like a kid <laughs> at 20. So I understand what you're saying. Like, no, you're not grown. You still need help. You still need wisdom. Exactly. I understand. But she has high character, though. I can tell you that. So fear doesn't play I can tell into you that. I can tell you. situation. You know your children. At some point, look, Blef, I'm telling you, somebody could come tell you about Lil Leak, and you would know within the first four words whether or not he did it. You'll know. You'll be like, yep, yep, that's Lil Leak. I know him. I know him. <laughs> I know him. Right? Look, yeah. I know what Baby Girl would do. I know. Baby Girl has high character. I'm not even worried about that. I'm just saying, fear matters. I know if in her a, girl crashes, if her if girl he was, crashes, she's not leaving the scene hiding. In your opinion, if you're in fear and of losing it police. all, if you're if you're in fear of losing it all, generational left. wealth, sixty left. million dollars in the left. future, left. It's the NFL. He was guaranteed twenty. Wait, 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 left, left. It's the NFL. They're still going to draft him in the first round after he lied and showed low character. <laughs> They're still going to draft him in the first round. So what if he showed high character? The it has low character though. When it went ahead and faced the tickets, man, told man. detectives what it was and said, "Ma'am, my fault," and was accountable to the situation for the jump. Guess what NFL teams would have said? You know what? That's the type of dude. That's the type. That's the type of dude I would love in my locker room. How many eighteen-year-olds with stakes? He's twenty-one. Left. Stop saying eighteen. Okay. Three 21. years different. Three years make a difference, in your opinion. Are you kidding me? Three years? I think. Oh, I think absolutely. I think ten-year increments make a difference. Three no. years. Like, if you live to be ninety years old, three years is like a blip in the time. You're a totally different person at twenty, twenty-one than you are at eighteen. If or you should be. Changes, if your environment changes, how much can change when you on a little campus for three years in a row? I think that, yes, he was wrong for lying, for sure. 
the fear and the in the in the stakes of what he was going through in the in the heat of battle, knowing that he may not have directly caused it. He didn't. You can't blame him for right. someone else's decision. To but he was involved, though. He was there. Yes. So he's thinking like, shit, I didn't do it necessarily, but I was there. So maybe it wouldn't so be once that again, bad. no thought to the people he just left the restaurant with and what's going on with them. None. <sighs> no thought to his friends. None. I'm about to bounce. He was scared. Okay, so we Come don't on, count nothing for fear. Got it. I just, think, it, bro. Man, I just think my fear. My fear is that my friends might be dead. He That's probably, my number one fear. He probably knew. He probably saw it. And was like, oh yeah, they it's done for. That's crazy. So he just that, that just gave me <laughs> man hell. No, no, it's probably so traumatic. You gotta think. You see a car going a hundred and something and smash into something crazy, and you right there. You like, oh my god, like. What you what you what you talking about? You gonna pull over, get out the car, and be like, "Hey, nine one one. Hey, I, I just was racing, you know, and just this huge fire crash, literally indirectly because of me. And I, I need you to come tell me I'm responsible. You're not thinking about that. He probably thinking like, "Oh my god, like I need to just get out of here." Somebody called my mom. You know, you talking about call Kirby? He ain't thinking nothing about no Kirby. Wait a minute. It doesn't have to be Kirby, but you need to stop. Every every look, maybe football. A. I'm about if you if you have innocence, if there are young people watching with their parents right now, put us on mute or make them move the ring. I agree, Jalen Carter. We're 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 about to take the Santa Claus. We're about to take the Santa Claus out of college football. Okay. <laughs> Are the kids out of the room? You guys, the kids are out of the room. You got your kids out of the room. Because some some of our listeners and watchers actually have their kids watch. <laughs> and we appreciate our young fans. Make sure they're out of the room. Okay? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, they're gone. Every major Power 5 university has a fixer. Yes. Every major college basketball and college football program has a fixer. Yeah, they do. That's it. I don't want to hear it. It didn't have to be Kirby. It didn't have to be Kirby. It's the one number you get when you get there. The first Thank number you. you get on college. Call the fixer. Yo, man. Yeah. <laughs> It w- it's going down right now. I need yeah. to know. Call it's your people. Numbers you got to call for the pay phone. You can't even call. <laughs> call your people, Athens police, and let them know, man, I'm on the scene. Yeah. So when the, so when the officers get there, they already know. Like, relax. Relax. Let us take care of this. Look. So you got kids can come back in now. See, I feel, I feel like Nick Saban, like Nick Saban said, what, kid makes a mistake. Y'all want to crucify the kid, you know, send him back to the, the gulag or wherever he, situation that he was coming from. But what about being redemptive towards the kid in some ways? Now, obviously, he didn't directly cause the incident. He should have had higher character in handling the situation. Okay. That, does that does that determine the kid did not have high character overall? 
or does the one moment, like Nick Saban said, does one moment define the whole kid's uh, no, future? Absolutely not. That's why he's still getting drafted in the first round. <laughs> the NFL is low character. I think he was getting drafted first, regardless of the story. <laughs> like as unless much as people, it, unless it was, man, people unless are calling like in. Or like people are calling in on sports radio in Chicago, talking about no, you have to pass on him. I'm like, man, shut up. Nobody <laughs> can. Let draft that dude. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Pole, draft that dude. Yeah. Go ahead, Chicago. And I'm not saying I'm not saying he will be my draft pick. I'm saying if you want him, draft him. If that's who you identify as the best player, draft him. Because I do not think this incident, I do think it's a trend. He did get stopped months ago in Vegas for speeding as well. So obviously he has an affinity for racing the cars, something he needs to learn from. He can get over it. Hopefully. Or he won't be in the NFL for too long. But man, see, I'm too afraid to go that fast. Honestly, I've I've, I've hit triple digits <laughs> one time. Yeah, in my, my dad's, in my in like... my dad's Corvette, I hit triple digits, and I was fine as long as I was driving. It was when I hit the brakes that it scared me. It, it literally, yeah, you going fast as hell. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even like flying on planes for real. So the whole speed. You know, I like the speed limit. I think the speed limit is very reasonable. You know what I'm saying? You, you What's can, the speed limit in L.A. or California? 70? So you can't see that it's different out here. Yeah, because y'all don't get to open it up. There's always traffic. You know, this ain't even – the speed limit don't exist. You have you ever driven of things in California. Have you ever driven Route, route 1 uh, along the coast? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that going to, like, San Francisco or something like that? Yeah, but it's going like Malibu too, right? Mm-hmm. You can hit the boo off one. That's yeah, scary. Even, That's scary at night. You know what I'm right? saying all that stuff is scary though because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. like it's one lane and anything can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it just makes it worse because it's like for what? Like you, you can't just drive down the street regular. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why I don't be understanding the whole speed thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. Hey, coming up in a few moments, we're going to have a special guest that we have each and every Friday. I got some Rock Financial. But before we get to that, we want to talk about the quarterbacks at Notre Dame. And Gino Gadouli, we've already talked about previous shows this week. Go and tap in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We've already talked about the benefits of Notre Dame now having a quarterback coach that can constantly be there for the quarterbacks at Notre Dame that have suffered through a lack of development over the last decade. But we want to talk about the individuals, what we're expecting from each quarterback now that they have resources that other quarterbacks at Notre Dame did not have. I think the most important one and the most interesting one we're going to talk about is probably Tyler Buckner. Right. But Sam Hartman, he comes over and he comes from a mesh concept. RPO. Pro style transition. Gino Gadouli, a.k.a. left. What are the expectations of Sam Hartman? 
like what are the benefits of Gina Gladuli now having a relationship with Sam Hartman? Sam Hartman, to me, in my opinion, is his value is in those three games that you know usually determine our future every season, um, which is the Ohio State, Clemson, and USC game. That's his value. All these other games, I mean, we can plug and play any dude we got. Mm-hmm. And 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 in that in those situations, and I I would expect us to come out victorious because we're supposed to win those games. The three games that are up in the air, I think that's why we wanted Sam. If it wasn't that case, I think Tyler would be fine. If we had the expectations of just making it a good season or being over five hundred or just getting to the playoffs, I think they believe they can at least get to the second to last, if not the last game with Sam, uh, provided everything falls in the right way, uh, how Marcus Freeman is setting it up. But, um, you know, what Gino Caduli could do is just, you know, instill confidence in a guy like Sam who's coming into a new program because he's only got one year. So it's a lot to really encapsulate on what you can do great with those guys. uh, uh, While it's only one, you know, so – Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be important uh, for Sam to, and, and Gino Gadulli to really just get comfortable with each other enough to operate on a on a basis where it can help the offense uh, score more points. Because when it comes to when it comes to more points, um, that's what the objective is. And I think Sam being at Notre Dame can help that 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 factor out with the the help of the receiver room. Um, but it. it that all comes with chemistry and, and being locked in on what the offense is going to look like. And with, uh, and with, uh, uh, Jared Parker or Gerard Parker, uh, that's going to be important for what direction you want to head into the season. Cause we can easily be still a 60, 40 run team. But if we want to really take that next step, especially with the guy like Sam Hartman, we should definitely get a, a 60, 40 pass. Um, in my opinion, and have the run be more effective than it is for volume. Now, this is going to be very interesting because we saw improvement, right, in the Gator Bowl from Tyler Buckner. Was the improvement development or was the improvement taking all of the weight off of his shoulders and allowing him to just play and be better after he got – bowl prep to kind of improve and come back from injury and get stronger. I'm just very interested, interested, shall I say, in how Gino Gadulli is going to view Tyler Buckner based upon the film that he sees. Like, what, what does he see with Tyler Buckner? Because you've been high on Tyler Buckner since he got here as a freshman as far as getting him the, the ceiling he has if used correctly and coached correctly. Yeah, I think his potential comes through experience and him figuring out how to smooth his own game out because I do think he's explosive or at least dynamic enough to be a threat off offensively throwing the football and running the football. Uh, I think he plays – I don't think he's an instinctual football player. I think he's a good football player from the aspect of giving great effort and, and, and having some athletic ability uh, matched with that effort. But I don't think he's a – Caleb Williams, naturally instinctual football player. I think he's more of he's a, a smart kid that's going to give you, you know, 100 percent effort and you can win with that. You know, uh, the, the the ability he has can take you a far ways because he's he's got kind of that Jalen Hurts determination 
and self-confidence that he can get it done, even if he's not uh, the the naturally gifted Spencer Rattler throwing the football. He can uh, find ways to to make it happen with his feet or throwing it uh, in, in situations. But he's going to take some risk, and I think that's where it can – uh, that natural having that natural instinct and natural ability helps as a quarterback because some of the risks that Tyler Buckner takes just seems like huge like mistakes. Like you, you know, I I know not to throw that. You know, like and I'm sitting on the couch. But where some of the mistakes that um, that I think that he can improve on is something where Geno can really step in at and uh, help his decision making, uh, being that he can spend more time helping him with the offense and uh, staying with him consistently through these practices, even if he's not taking all the one reps. I think Tyler Buckner, and this is this look, the rubber's going to meet the road sometime after the spring for Tyler Buckner. He's going to have to talk to his family. He's going to have to take a step back and consider what's best for him, you know, with his injury history. Does he want to play more football? Or does he want to take advantage of a, a situation that might be better for him in a 2023 season? Go ahead, have a good season, and try to make it to the next level. You know, that's those are questions he's going to have to ask of himself. Or does he stay and stick around at Notre Dame and allow himself to be developed and allow Gino Gadulli to get his hands on him and do for him what he did for Desmond Ritter? Yeah, I'm I gonna, think that- I think Desmond and, and and Tyler, I think, are two different players. Uh, that that I think Gino understands that as well. Where I think Desmond was more of the RPO uh, pocket. You can do a little bit more, but Tyler adds a dynamic that you can really create an offense on him. You know, creating time in the pocket. You know, some quarterback design runs, some option stuff. Get a little bit more that you can do with Tyler. Um, but like you said, you can't stay healthy. That just makes it a very delicate way of going about development. Cause which direction do you go? Do you want to, you got to really coach him on things like how to fall. I think when mm-hmm. having a quarterback coach, when we, when I was at Notre Dame, we had drills on how to fall. I think you'll only really get that with the quarterback coach. Cause you literally have zero time as a quarter, uh, as an offense coordinator to think of, Stuff like that, especially when it can help your guys. So we're going to go ahead and bunt Steve Angeli, Kenny Minchie, and the rest of the quarterback room into the same group, probably with a little more focus on Kenny Minchie. Gina Goduli walks in. He has to feel really good. We talked about the first two guys. We talk about your freshman, Kenny Minchie, early in Rowley, being able to get your hands on him early in the spring, which is very beneficial for a young quarterback coming into a new system and a new program trying to acclimate itself as a student as well as a football player. And then CJ Carr is coming down the line. So now you're trying to implement a system in Coach Kaduli and what he wants to do with all of his quarterbacks, especially when they show up on campus. What's the expectation? Like Kenny Minchie, if you're Gino Kaduli, what are you looking at? How are you forming that relationship? And what are you expecting? Are you expecting him to just learn or are you pushing him and say, yo, I need you to compete. I need you. What a way, what a way Gerard Parker is what a way Gerard Parker is explaining how the offense is going to look as a collaborative effort. I'm sure he's probably explained to Kenny, look, let's learn together. You're new, I'm new. Let's 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 build a relationship that we're learning this at the at on a on a 
symbiosis basis that we're 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 eye to eye on this and let's grow together. And I think that's a good way of not pressuring Kenny on having to feel like he's got to play right now. I think that would only happen if we had an identity. If Gerard Parker was there for five, six years, and you know, Kenny's Kenny Minchie's coming to the fold. It's like it's it's laid out, the foundations here. You know, if you want to start, these are the things you got to know. But I think now we don't know anything of what we need to know, what we're going to look like offensively. I don't think any of the quarterbacks know um, what we're really going to look like. So for a guy like Kenny, he's just got to be a sponge. And I think that's the right way that Gina will uh, go about uh, developing Kenny Minty, especially these early years where we're all figuring it out together. So I'm not going to leave you behind because you're – um, knowledge base on what we want to do is no different than Sam's, yeah. no different than Tyler Buckner. So maybe this this even level playing field can help you develop faster because this is a system that is not like Tyler Buckner and Sam know so well that you're just so far behind. So maybe it makes it a more of a competition going into the fall for the the year after this one. Or maybe even this one. Uh, but I don't think we have time to waste uh, with a guy like Sam Hartman coming in on making this a last-minute decision on who the starter quarterback is because it's just a waste of time to do that. I think that would be more beneficial if it was just Kenny Minchie and Tyler Buckner. But, you know, if you're going to bring Sam in and do all that and Sam's is committed, you might as well run with him until uh, the well is dry or at least after the, one of the top – three games we got to win. If he just trash after Ohio State game, I think that's a perfect transition uh, to look at Tyler Buckner or, or Kenny Minchie and try to get that train rolling early. Because if we lose one of the three, you know, it just puts us in a tough position of uh, being a not making it this year. Because, you know, the tournament starts the year after this one. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we don't win one of those three. Um, it puts us in a dangerous position. And damn near if we lose two, it's really no point in having Sam continue unless we just trying to get this dude to the league. We get ready to have our guys from Rock Financial join us. If you have any financial questions, business questions, man, go ahead and put those in the chat. We talk to them each and every Friday as part of the Fuller Culture Friday. You just mentioned something before we make this transition left. And I'll relate it back to what we talked about earlier. If indeed Sam Hartman cannot make it through the season, as the starting quarterback comparing Tyler to Deshaun is Tyler Buckner, not quite yet ready to come out of the oven in your opinion. I think Tyler Buckner is a little different because he can't stay healthy. So he's definitely not a finished product by any means, but you know, I just think it's not beneficial if he can't stay healthy to see where he can really be as a quarterback in general, no matter where he goes. So I think that's an interesting case that we as Notre Dame has to evaluate and, and, and how we're even telling the truth to him. And like, are we going to wait for you to stay healthy? Or are we going to tell you it's probably best if you find another home for your last two? I mean, we did it for Drew. Yeah. But I think we know that Tyler's more talented. So we got to, a little longer of a leash, but, you know, I think this is a, an opportunity for Tyler to be aggressive on what he wants to do. I don't think he should wait on Notre Dame's decision because I don't think it'll it'll pan out uh, for his, his, his singular happiness. So I think, if anything, 
he needs to be on the forefront of making a decision on what he wants to do before the team has no choice, you know, because that's the last thing you want is Marcus Freeman saying, clean your locker out. Who <laughs> get, you, get your iPad for me? <laughs> Lucky Lucky Podcast. Let's get to some of our comments. Paul A. said, no apology necessary, of course. That's in reference to the apology you gave Notre Dame fans all over the world today for ruining the 15 and 16 seasons. Well, we appreciate that, Left. That was mighty big of you today. That was mighty big of you. Showed accountability. More accountability <laughs> than Jalen Carter. Calm down. Oh, man. He said, this is an amazing show. Thank you, Calm Down. Between Sean making cocaine bear sound like an artistic critique on our culture's battle with addiction and storming off on left and forcing an apology. <laughs> Yo, we just love to have fun and talk Notre Dame differently than anybody else, man. And he said Cocaine Bear would be the first film he's seen in the cinema in years. Hope is worth coming out of retirement for. Now, I mean, you might want to reverse that and make Creed 3 the first one you see coming out of retirement and then like sneak in after you walk out of Creed, sneak in to see Cocaine Bear. You know, am I saying like still a movie? I, I guess I am. I mean, I'm cool with it, man. Now you Do you get mad when you see people coming into a movie when you know they just walked out of another movie? Because you can tell the way they creep in. It doesn't bother me, Les. Uh, it just I doesn't. mean, look, I, it's like you do your thing and you was just smart today. I'm all for two for ones, especially. I think we pay way. a lot of taxes. We don't. Are you about to go the taxes route, bro? Is that what you said? No, I'm saying, uh, no, I'm saying, I, I definitely think that, uh, you know, we pay for things just for the lack of the hassle. We don't even want to think of what could happen. Right. If we tried to sneak in, so we just don't even think about it and pay the fine. But, you know, some people live life on the edge, you know. I mean, heck, I hit the icy machine twice and only paid once the other day. So it is what it is, man. But damn near, right. like you said, you got to get two movies in because the snacks be so high. You know, it'd be $20 popcorn. That's two movies worth. Now, Me and the missus spent $40. And they try to get you with the free refill. Yes. We spent forty dollars. Yeah, that's two movies. It's like you only give yeah. it. Yeah, it's crazy. Lucky lucky. <laughs> They're only giving you free refills for to go back to another movie. Yeah, man. For all of your business needs, whatever they might be, do yourself a favor. Go over to Rock Financial. No one can service you like they can. We're talking about approvals like that. We're talking about funding. Within days, not waiting weeks, like within that. days. You have questions, take out the answers. Rock Financial, go to rok.biz, Rock Financial. We welcome our guys, Ryan and Tony, to For the Culture Friday, each and every Friday right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Ryan, Tony, how you guys doing today? What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Can you guys Man. hear us? We got you good. We got you guys good. So what, what do you want to talk about today, Tony? Because I know you have something special for us today. What are, what are we getting at today? Um, so, you know, I, I, 
I saw some comments last week. Uh, Ryan and I were were laughing at some of them. Um, you know, it, it, we wanted to we wanted to kind of interact a little bit more uh, and hopefully um, give you guys a little bit more information. Um, Ryan works directly on the front lines. Uh, what I mean by that is he works with our referral partners and their clients um, every single day to get funding for their businesses. Um, we do that in a wide variety of different ways. So I thought what better of a way than hopefully uh, have him tell a couple of cool stories about how um, his partners have taken advantage of, of the way that Rock operates. Um, I know you guys mentioned as we were getting on here, you know, how quickly we can get funding for businesses. And, you know, uh, even outside of the football field, speed kills, uh, you know, and that's something that, you know, as a business or as a business owner, um, you know that, right? Like if you're able to, to turn on a dime and take advantage of opportunity, it really does help you, um, I don't want to say sleep better, uh, but it helps you understand what's available, what you can actually do and what's realistic, right? At the end of the day, there's, um, there's a big difference between wants and needs. And, and that's where you find um, the most savvy business owners are able to take a, the biggest advantage, right? Um, there's all these dreams that people have. Well, you know, what resources do you have in place to get there? So really quick, Ryan, why don't you start with, um, how about this? Give me the top one or two, I, I don't want to say like reasons people borrow, but like if you have like a story that kind of comes to mind, like what is, what is one or two things that kind of comes to mind when, you know, some of your more recent fundings? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, as I was saying kind of last week, I mean, it could really, every situation is different. Sometimes it's, you know, when a business owner wants it, you know, they're looking to, to grow their business and expand. So whether that's, you know, using a line of credit to buy more inventory to flip that and increase their profits. Or, you know, if it's somebody having cash flow issues and they just need, you know, some extra capital in their account to move around. So, um, yeah, I mean, especially for like construction or, you know, your, your trucking company, your transportation company looking to add a new fleet, um, it always helps. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, like I said, every, every opportunity is different. But so really quick, and I don't mean to interrupt, but like, when it comes to the funding that these people get, like, and I'm just trying to ask from, you know, maybe the audience's perspective, like, how does it work, right? Like, so how would I typically take advantage of, of something like this? Yeah, so I mean, essentially, so as more as from the partner side? Or no, 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 like as a business owner, like, what do I need to do? Like, like, what does it take? Yeah, so I mean, minimum requirements were very flexible, so... I mean, we are strictly held to what we can do, but inside of having at least six months in business, um, you know, we are, our loans are based off of the cash flow of the business. So you're basically presenting, you know, what is your business, you know, deposited as far as into the business bank account. And then from there, you know, what can they afford? Um, it's a good point. You know, you know, as far as, as time goes, right. Like, you know, when we start to think about like, some of like the traditional products that are out there. Like I know we work with a lot of bankers here. Uh, those bankers, they refer us their business clients because there's a good portion of the people that come to them that just aren't bankable. Right. So when you have challenged credit or limited time in business, or um, let's face it, you might even be a, um, 
you might even be a bank client who's taken financing and, and you're just kind of tapped out, right? You can't go back to the well at this point because you've either taken funding too recently or your line is maxed out or let's face it, what's happening to a lot of business owners right now is you might have a line, but if that line was a million dollars, now maybe it's 200 grand, right? And that's where business owners are facing the most challenge is, you know, hey, I was at one point getting much more, you know, much more capital or access to a much different style of product. And that's where we are able to help in a much more much more vast opportunity. And what I mean by that is when you have somebody that's, that is that qualified that they are basically, or are currently bankable to us, that's like a, that's like a huge opportunity, right? Because we, we operate in the alternative world, right? So we see customers with as little as like Ryan was saying, three and six months in business. Um, you know, if you've been in business for three months, you may know this already. Um, but, you know, outside of the few outliers, 80 to 90% are really, really just getting started. You're more of like a hobby, right? Like you're really just getting going. You know, if you don't have that many employees, trust me, 10 years down the line is going to look much different, right? So you want to start to think as a business owner and start to make decisions that are 10 years down the line, but make them so that they happen in six months, right? Like, how do you start to do that? How do you start to take advantage like that? Well, I can tell you the savvy business owner, they take advantage of what's out there, right? If your funding is available through the bank, great, go take it through the bank. If you can come through Rock Financial, great, come through Rock Financial. But at the end of the day, the the opportunity that you're going to have is certainly going to be out there, right? Like, you know, just like you talk about on the football field, especially in the college world, right? Like a lot of these guys, the one thing that they they made discount is that opportunity. Whether you are the starter, you are the backup, you are somebody who's brought in to, to push the starter, whatever your scenario is, at the end of the day, you're going to get an opportunity. You just don't know it yet, especially in college. There's injuries, there's guys going pro, there's guys doing this or that, right? Like, you know, there there's so many different stories about why guys back their way into a starting position on that field, man. And then it's all about what you can do. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like being a business owner, right? Like at the end of the day, your back is constantly against the wall. You're the decision maker. You're the, the, the end all be all. Um, but realistically, there's a lot out there to help you. Um, I want to give you guys a, a couple of things and Ryan, you know, feel free to jump in here. Um, but like, you know, when it comes to consulting for, for small businesses, um, there are free resources provided to business owners. One of the ones that I want to shout out is the SBDC. Um, they're called the Small Business Development Center. Um, they're nationwide. So no matter where you're listening to this podcast, they're, they're in all different places. Um, they're usually associated with colleges, uh, you know, and, and right around kind of the campus. Uh, but basically they'll help you form a business plan. They'll help you take advantage of SBA style funding. Um, they'll help you kind of really strategically plan, uh, effectively in your business. There is a right way to do that. Um, you know, there is the, the correct way to, 
you know, kind of organize your documents and your financial statements. They walk you through all of that. They'll give you, um, you know, industry statistics. They'll give you uh, state statistics, right? They'll be able to break down your your target market and what you're looking to do and what opportunities are available. So, you know, if you are somebody out there that's either getting going or you've been going for a while, you're looking to get to the next level, you know, again, it's all about the resources you have access to. One of the ones that I would point to that's free just like working with us, you know, obviously there there may be a cost to the financing you take through us, but we're not going to charge you any fee for application or anything like that. But the SBDC will never charge you. Um, you know, they're a free government resource that you can go to get access to. I saw a statistic. We're out of New York, um, but the New York alone SBDCs helped over 10,000 women businesses uh, alone last year. In 2022. So, you know, you start to think about how quickly that number can compound. Obviously, it's not just women businesses that are out there. So, you know, there's a lot more than just that that were helped last year. But, you know, um, there's people out there using it. And, and if you're not somebody out there that's aware of these things, I hope that that's it's something you could take advantage of. Um, but really quick, Ryan, one more question that I, I wanted to make sure that we get answered is like, when it comes to the funding, right, and, and everybody might not know this, like, can I get more than one style of funding, right? Like, is there, is there the ability for me to say, Hey, you know, I, I got this equipment I'm trying to buy, but I also need some cash. Like, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's in the, you know, in a case where say you have a, a transportation business, right? They're looking to, like I said before, and maybe add a new fleet, we can maybe, you know, get them equipment financing, get a new truck, as well as maybe pair them with a line of credit of say a hundred, hundred thousand. So they can also pull from that for really whatever else they need in their business. So, so even like employees or, or things like that. Like um, working capital line of credit. So gotcha. Gotcha. Now I want to toss it back to you guys for a second. Um, so we got a question too. Oh, do we? What does it say? Yeah. You, uh, there you go. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. Do you originate the loan? Or are you a broker? Look at that. Popped right up on the screen. Thank you. Uh, what a great question. We are actually a loan broker. Uh, and that's uh, a place we're happy to be. Um, it means we don't align with any one product out there uh, or any one lender or, or, or bank out there, right? We offer over 75 different lenders and, and funders products on our platform. So, you know, if you're accessing funding through us, you can understand that um, we're not uh, a one trick pony, um, right? We're, we're out here able to offer you a, a variety of different types of funding from a variety of different sources. So what does that mean for you? All the shopping is done for you through us. Um, so, you know, if, if you are somebody that's looking to go and get funding, I personally believe a broker is where you would want to start. I use the mortgage broker uh, for my own house. So. <laughs> and I mean, essentially, so, you know, as that broker, we've established relationships with about 75, 80 different unsecured lenders um, over about 10 years of just doing business in, in high sale, uh, wholesale high volume there. So um, that's where, you know, we basically allow with, you know, as a business owner, you're not able to leverage your own reputation, leverage ours. Um, you know, we have them in our office all the time. You know, just had had lunch the other day um, with another one. So it's I mean, it's one of those things sure where this. Yeah, it's one of those things where the service we provide is being able to take the business owner 
from yeah. application to approval and approval to funding um, and not necessarily have to spend too much time spinning our wheels on, you know, oh, is this a good offer? Is it the right offer? Uh, now, we know based on the information that we have, based on the volume that we produce um, and, and the amount of businesses that apply through us and the data that we see, this is what makes the most sense. Um, and then, yeah, we'll let things kind of play itself out. What I mean by that is uh, we may take the best two or three lenders that are available and let them compete for your business. Right. Uh, you know, one may come back with a longer term, uh, which would make the payment a little bit less. One may have a little bit more money. Right. So we'll tell them this information and allow them to kind of give the best blended offer of all of these examples so that you're receiving the best information uh, and, and the best offer that's available to you. Um, great question. Is there any other questions that we can answer for, from the from the audience? Because that's the best way to do this. No, I have one. Love that. Yo, so I'm just intrigued because the NFL world descended upon Indianapolis, right? You have a bunch of agents and it, it, it's funny, right? Because we go on campus and I remember going to the University of Illinois and my guys uh, at the time, Kevin Hardy and Simeon Rice, were both projected to be first-round picks. And I'll never forget, it's like a month before the draft, and one pulls up in the Navigator and the other one pulls up in the Expedition. And I'm like, y'all haven't been drafted yet. What's, what's, <laughs> what's, 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 what's going on? And I just wonder, like, it would be a great question. I want to throw it out there, like for athletes in that position, anticipating being drafted, how should they approach uh, any business ideas they have and, and funding that properly, whether they should use their money or leverage other people's money and funding to be able to get those things done? Because we've heard horror stories about players putting their money into business opportunities and, you know, bottoming out, losing everything. You know, if you're – in Indianapolis right now, you're talking to these NFL athletes and you had like five to 10 minutes to talk to them about how they should build their brand and build their business portfolio, you know, and fund things properly. What would you tell them? Well, you know, it, it's funny that you mentioned that there's actually a, a I forget the name. I, I, I don't want to I don't want to misquote it, uh, but in the MLB, they actually have a company that will advance you money on your future earnings, essentially. Um, and basically they get a, a cut of all future contracts that you receive. And I don't remember who it was, but there's a big league name right now. Like, I don't wanna say like, like they either signed with like one of the massive Dodger contracts. I mean, not the Dodgers, maybe the Dodgers or the, the Padres. And like this company is, one of the, the people that allowed them to do that. They like bought their mama house and like, you know, they were able to do some things and start to start to get their life going. You know, one of the things that's a major difference and, and um, you know, I played, I played ball a, a few years back and I got a chance to, to be coached by some guys who played in the league and, and had some real cool things happen for them. And, you know, um, one of the things that's a major difference right now is guys can get paid for their, their name, image, and likeness, you know? Um, so if you are one of those guys who is a top tier guy, you probably have a little bit of uh, more financial savvy to you now, um, simply because you got a little bit more money in your pocket, right? Uh, which, 
you know, as they say, man, more money, more problems, right? So you want to make sure that you're making the right decisions. Um, if I had the opportunity to talk to those guys, man, I would tell them think like a bank, right? You know, when it comes to risk, understand that that rules all, right? Um, you know, just because you're friends with somebody, you got to remember to separate business and personal. These aren't personal decisions, they're business decisions that you're making, um, you know, and, and that's what it really comes down to, um, you know, and, and you got to assess the risk like an underwriter would, you know, and take all risk factors into into consideration. You know, where is this money going? How are they allocating it? You know, what is the opportunity? Who am I lending it to? What is their payment history? You know, all the things that you know, just because you know that person, if you know they don't pay their bills and you give them $100,000 of your hard-earned money, like, no offense, but that's not really anybody else's fault. You got to mm. you gotta take some ownership and accountability of, of that that business be the CEO of that part portion of your, you know, uh, of your finances, right? I'm not saying you got to account for every dollar. You should hire a couple people that do that for you. Um, but you should, you should certainly make sure that, that eyes, uh, eyes are dotted and T's across when it comes to those opportunities. And like I said, think like an underwriter would, you know? So, so as far as you came, where do you find the most success your customers have had in this business that you've been a part of? Uh, where they can see the most success or succeed the most, you know, working with you guys. Cause I know I love you guys. I think you guys are great. You know, I'm working with you guys as well, but where, where do customers see most success when working with rock financial? I, I mean, I don't want to put this back on you guys, but I know you guys know it's the relationship, right? Um, you know, you may not take funding from us right now. You might be a startup. You might have not enough revenue in your business, right? You might not have been around long enough. But guess what? Three, six, nine months from now, 12 months from now, I'm not going anywhere. I, I, I'll be here. I got a Mamba mentality. You know, I, I'm going to be in this thing for 20 plus years and we'll see where we land. You know what I mean? I'm going to I'm going to try to see what, what, what where we can put this thing. Uh, but no, it, you know, at the end of the day, let's work together. Um, you know, if you're somebody that does apply with us, you know, why can you get funding or can't you get funding? And what are the steps that we're putting in place so that the next time out it, it, we are taking advantage of things? Um, you know, those are all things that we're going to do from our end. We'll provide to you as a business owner. It's kind of up to you to take those steps and, and put them into place. But that's what the best and, and, and savviest do is they start to, to let the dollars make sense. Um, you know, and they assess cost effectively, right? They're looking at, you know, hey, yeah, this this loan is going to cost me some money, uh, but does that cost outweigh how much money I'm going to make with it? And if so, how does it work? And how can I utilize that to really make, you know, make it make sense for me and my business, right? So again, whether you do or you don't, is not necessarily uh, the major case right now. Uh, timing is everything. So when it, it it comes down to it, you know, timing may not be right right now. And the best thing we can do is stay in touch with one another as things change in your business and guys, as guidelines change in ours, that's how we'll stay in touch. Once again, uh, guys, Ryan Bowman and Tony Samino, Rock Financial, each and every Friday, Right here on the lucky business, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, do you guys, if if you're talking about these agents now, right? Because the agents yeah. usually, you know, go ahead and front some of these players for them to be able to get home, so their families and everything. 
Are they who are they going to for the funding? Are they coming to guys and companies like Rock Financial, or are they going to institutions, banking institutions? How does that normally happen? A lot of them guys are probably backed by like family offices and investment funds um, that are put together. You know, uh, you know, I know a lot of those those agents do well for themselves. I'm sure they put a little bit of a fund together themselves that'll allow them to to eat on it a little bit more, you know, <laughs> and let the money make money for themselves, you know. Uh, but no, I, I think, you know, as far as that part of the game goes, man, it, it's. I don't want to call it like a like a necessary evil because that's not what it is, but it, it's just the way the game is, right? You know, um, some of the some of the there is a, a means to the to the action, right? Like, yeah. you know, what I'm getting at is like, I I know guys that were pushing to get to the league that never actually made it there that had a couple people in their corner that were helping them get along and helping them you know, kind of see that dream through. And, you know, they may not have played in the league, but they got a chance to play in China or Italy or, you know, uh, Germany or England or Canada or Mexico or wherever. You know, I got I got guys that played everywhere, tried out with the Jets, with the Giants, with the, with the Packers and this and that. And, and you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, not Notre Dame, you know what I mean? Like you guys got a whole different, whole different ball game there, right? You know, so when you start to, to think like that, when you start to to have those opportunities put in front of, you know, let's face it, some of these guys, you know, they, they're not from the biggest cities. They're not from the biggest, you know, opportunity. Not everybody's a five star all, all their career. Some of these guys are walking on these teams and making an impact there. Um, you know, it, it may be the first time you're under these lights. You know, the best thing that I could say to you is the best thing that I say to business owners, align yourself strongly with some resources, do some research on the people you're aligning yourself with. You know, one of the most powerful things I ever heard is you are who you surround yourself with, you know, and, and you know, that's a that's a powerful statement. You know, you want to you want to be successful in business, life, football, any of that, you know, like, you know, when I when I started playing college football, the first thing I did was go find the guys that were doing it right. And I hung out with them, yeah. you know, and and it may have taken my knucklehead self a, a couple of times of figuring out who was doing it wrong once or twice, but you know, it happens. <laughs> uh, but no, it, we more than anything, guys appreciate you, you know, giving us a, an opportunity to come on and, and chat it up with you each and every week. Um, you know, financial Fridays is one of our favorite parts of the day. Yes, sir. Uh, so, you know, thank you guys so much. Um, and, and we look forward to, to chatting it up again next week. Um, you know, if there's anything that, we can do for anybody on this call, like you were saying before, rock.biz, R-O-K.B-I-Z. We're here to help, guys. Uh, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, Whether you're a business owner, you're even somebody looking, you know, you're just have you're coming across business owners, you're a consultant, as Tony mentioned, you you're coming across clients that are looking for options. Hit up Malik, hit up me, and I'll, I'll take care of you. So that's right. Absolutely. Ryan Bowman, Tony Samino, Rock Financial. That's Rock R-O-K. Dot biz, they're the best in the biz. Rock out with rock. Each and every Friday, right here on For the Culture Friday. We thank you guys for joining us today. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, thank you, guys. guys. Absolutely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks, guys. Once again, it's guys, Ryan and Tony from Rock Financial. Thank you all for the questions. Once again, we'll remind you guys next week, probably Wednesday and Thursday, they'll be back on and have more questions so you guys get answers for all your business needs. And Left, uh, you can go and tell that Left is putting something together. Uh, he's working on some great things. Uh, I think you just launched your family initiative this week, you know, getting yeah, into real estate stuff. Yeah, guys, if you want a, a chance to get in with my real estate fund, Blue Thunder, uh, we're going to be, you know, working with some properties uh, in South Bend, building up the community in Dayton. So we work in two locations. Uh, if you want a chance to get in before it's too late, because once, you know, we uh, get into this public space and, and, and start getting this crowdfunding, uh, it's, it's, we'll be off and rolling. So we got a lot of good developments. Uh, if you want to play a part and make some good money and, and be a part of something that's uh, rebuilding the community, but also, uh, you know, getting around Notre Dame again and having a, a real piece of uh, uh, of land that's close to the school. So whenever you come back, you can be a part of that, uh, that, that real estate fund. So let me know. I'm always here every day on the Lucky Lefty podcast, and we do it the best over here. Yo, when I was a student at, in Champaign, I always tried to get my dad to buy a house down there. Mm. They were cheap, and I'm like, Dad, you can always rent it out to students for, like, the next 20, 30 years, right? Like, it's 20, money. So, yeah, well, you know, I I had to sell it to my dad, but my dad was like, man, I ain't trying to drive down there and be no landlord. I'm not trying to get up in the middle of the night to go fix anything or have somebody fix anything. Like, That's true. No. See the, no. See, see, the key is you want to be in real estate development. Yeah. Because if you're in development, you can get a land plot, put eight houses on it, and then sell the, sell the plot itself. And you don't have to deal with none of that stuff. So. Yeah. That's crazy because I wasn't just even thinking along bigger those, in those situations. Hey man, to keep to be honest, I was yeah, just trying that's to get, how you I got was it. I was trying to get him to buy me a crib when I was in college. That's why. <laughs> like I was ready to live in a crib and then collect rent from it once I left school. That's that was my mindset. Yeah, that's it. and you know what's crazy is that it's like the client services is a, is a, is a tough game. Yep. Whenever you got to deal with other people and making money is it gets it gets real tricky and sticky, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Thinking bigger picture is where it's at, man. You can start building cities with real estate development. Facts. And, you know, whatever. <laughs> we'll see Drunk Vigo. Thank you guys for joining the and everybody else for joining the chat today, man. It's been fantastic. Left, you know what time it is. 
It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Nora Whiskey at norawhiskey.com. Premium whiskey, whiskey.com. See, somebody called it Swarbrick Junction. <laughs> and try to rename it. Left, I want to put Franklin Saint on the Petty Train. Really? He he was real with Leon. See, I, I watched I, I do, I, I do, man, because he was in a tough spot. He was in a tough spot, and he kept it 100 with his boy. He kept it 100 with his boy. But part of me just felt like I would have left. I would I would have told you just to go back to Africa, bro, because I don't even want to take the chance That's- of something happening to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. He had to. He had to be fair and tell him you have to pick his side. He oh, I agree. Like, like he did. He went to everybody, and man, he was like, "Look, I mean, as long as you stay in your lane, we good." Now, Jerome was petty. Oh, he was mad petty with the gift. I thought you got a dope gift with the mask. Point, and the, man, at Jerome. that point, it's like, man, I'm not trying to hear none of that. They out there trying to kill me. I'm out here trying to get this money. You didn't see how the security's tight. Yeah, but it's your girl's fault that this whole war is happening. It's your girl's, but he tied in. He tied. Even Franklin told him before he before he smacked Franklin. He said, "Your girl done got you lost in the sauce." She the reason. I think Leon shouldn't have came back. No, he should not have. Why they shouldn't have came back? And at this point, it's like at least he gets a clear decision to make. You don't have to participate dude, in any of that. That's not true. You know what the decision is going to be. That's not even a fair decision. Are you it kidding? Me? It's your it's your get out of jail free card. You got your girl Wanda. You got her back right. And shout out, her grandmother was mad petty too. Man, her grandma was mad, mad petty. petty. I'm gonna mad close petty. the door. You can put him on the door. You put it on the hold handle. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt me. <laughs> but listen. If you don't rob me, then I ain't hearing that neither. What you mean? I don't care about you going to Africa. You rob me. Beat on me. Talk crazy. Right, right. Yeah, don't come it was almost me. like Wanda had totally forgotten all of that. Yeah, you went over there and forgot? No, yeah. no. You don't rob me, dog. So she Wanda's did kind of go to the door like nothing had happened. Like, what's up, Grandma? Man, Grandma came straight to shit. I ain't opening it either. <laughs> Yo, but ultimately, I would like to say, man, Ghana is beautiful. Yeah. The market is beautiful. I can't, look, I have to speed up the process to get over there um, and definitely visit, you know, the door of no return, all of that, all of that. Like, that's, that's bucket list for your boy. That's, 
definite bucket list for you, boy. They flew all the way out there to shoot that little scene, too. And I'm glad they did. I'm, yeah. It was authentic. It was real. Uh, it was breathtaking. It was painful. Um, it was eye-opening. It brought a restoration to your soul and gave you a mindset of wanting to make a difference and not wanting to enter into uh, the self-destruction that has traditionally been a part of the culture in a lot of different ways. And, and the decision that Leon had to make to not run away from it and want to be a solution. See, see, that, see I don't know. That's a tough, that. that's, that's, no, I'm just saying that's a decision he had to make. And that's a tough decision. You know, I don't think it, a tough decision. it looked like you have a good old time over there. It, was def it definitely wasn't a tough decision for Wanda. For Wanda was people, oh, yeah. Wanda's like, what you mean go back? But for everybody out there, oh, thousand dollars in Tanzania in American money is a million dollars over there. Though so you can get, uh, I have a partner, um, who tells me all the time, like Sean, man, just buy some land and just rent it out to farmers. Like, Yo, we, might have to, we might have to jump into a Lucky Lefty business podcast, throwing bro. business solutions out there. I'll tell you another one, flipping locks. If you want to get in the real estate game, yeah, don't want to do all the hassle, buy lots. Flat out. If you Shout flip out. lots, that's true. You just got to You can build. They got two ways of doing it. Was it a custom building? Yeah. Uh the other the other standard or whatever. Yeah. Man, go go crazy with some lots, man. Oh man, one day I just want to sit in the market, do have a dude cut the top of the coconut off for me too. That's you right. I mean? Just drink the coconut milk. Like, yeah. Tell Good, me. natural, sweet coconut milk. Man. It was inspirational, bro. It really was. It was inspirational. But man, Franklin almost had your boy Big D on the toilet, though, bro. <laughs> man, Franklin, man, he just he just so focused on it goes back to it, you know. He 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 want to move furniture around instead of getting out of the situation. You know what I mean? You can't just because you rearrange the living room don't make it a better place to live. You know, yeah, house is bad altogether. You gotta get up out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very um. As I, I told you, it, I thought it was a great episode. I did. I really, man, it hit on so many things. But I didn't get how episode. how the Kane and Big D thing tied in to everybody else beef. I thought it was just Jerome versus Franklin. They talking about well, you know, him. Big D is like the main seller for Jerome and Louis. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, so he's trying to take out. He's trying to hurt them. Yeah, and yeah. hurt the business. You know what I'm saying? So. Cause he could, he can't find them. They got so much security that you go down the art, you go down the tree, like to the next person available to hurt them. And it's Big D. So, yo, Big D was petty too when when yeah. Leon first came back. Like, what, like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, like he, he big boy and Leon. Leon, like, man, I put you on. Dog. I put you on. <laughs> What's your boy? The genius. He's carrying the bag. Oh, <laughs> I like that kid. Mm. I like that kid. He's like, yo, like, no, no, y'all want to act like for real, for real. Yeah, like for real. Like, what y'all doing back here? Straight up. 
But it, you know, it's crazy. That's that's sort of a real story, the way they say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Freeway Rick, I mean Freeway Ricky Ross, who is kind of the model for this story, is um he talks about his he said at his height of business in the eighties, he had hotels, pretty much the same thing Franklin was trying to get into, you know. And I still don't trust Veronique and her, her mom, like for whatever reason. I hope mama, Franklin mama and her don't get along or did nah, at one point. So I, I hope Franklin has somebody watching them. He don't because his mama is so focused on the one little Mexican dude trying to get Teddy and shit. The KGB, so. right? And the KGB is watching everybody. But then you have the FBI watching. The KGB is like this crazy. I don't know how it's all going to end. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, this, I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah. Somebody got to die. That's what it sounds like. Man, I can't. What's the one, one dude? I'll give you two characters that two characters that just can't die. If I gave it's you two Franklin, characters, Franklin okay. can't die, and his mama or Leon, because I like Leon. I can't. Leon can't go for me. He can't go for. He me. can't. I would rather Franklin die than Leon. I agree because he at least is the most reasonable character that I can yes. see myself playing in. Yes. <laughs> yes. In Snowfall. Yes. 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 <laughs> He legitimately has a way out. You know? Yes. Uh, if Franklin died, I would be like, you know what? At, get, only because Franklin just taking it too far. Yeah. It's like it's like a uh, 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 the one dude in uh, in power with Tariq, uh, yeah. the light skinned ball dude. That's the basketball player's dad. He was cool, but he was just doing too much. You just killing everybody. You just killing all your assistants and killing there. Like, come on, somebody got to get you. And I think. What's her name? You know, his security. The one that's still living. Oh, uh, I, uh, I think she's going to come back. On some, she's going to come back on some revenge type stuff. That's hey, wait, my who, prediction. Who, 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 who? You remember Jerome killed the tall, the tall girl that was up. Oh, no, she said she was out the game. She said she was out the game. Mm. I think that scared her, though, because Jerome. She's going to spend the block on somebody. Uh man, uh, it would be surprising because Jerome beat the girl so bad it scared her though. She was like, Man, I'm done, bro. I'm taking care of these kids. I'm finna be out of here. What if they bring Mel back and she ends up helping Frank? I think he tied in with the shorty, but I think the shorty needs to be in the scene so they can screw him over at the end. Cause I think he's just gonna. Something with the real estate, he's gonna show up to the real estate, mm -hmm. and Jerome and one of them gonna meet him there, you know. Yeah, man, Lucky Lucky Podcast. You guys have a great weekend, man. We're gonna start some new stuff once again. LL Chicago, LL Chicago. We're building a new podcast, our city podcast for the city of Chicago. Eventually, you're going to have a studio show each and every day, right here on Lucky Lucky Podcast, representing. Chicago sports and will eventually expand to other cities across the nation. That's LL Chicago tap in. We already launched our first episode, episode one. 
dealing with the Chicago Bears, Ryan Pohl, the NFL Combine, and whether or not they will move back twice in the NFL draft, not just once, but twice in the NFL draft. You can go and watch that on our YouTube page. We had Kenneth Davis, who is the host of the Under the Center podcast on NBC Sports Chicago and also Football Night in Chicago. And we had Sean Sierra, former NFL player, who is the co-host of the Sean and Maya Morning Show in Chicago. For left, I'm Sean Davis. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the cinematic viewing. If indeed you are going to see Cocaine Bear or Creed 3. And we'll see you guys on Monday for another edition of the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.